Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Thank you, Coulter. Needed that. It's the worst. The the most challenging thing in radio is when you are doing the show by yourself. Yeah. And you have one of those, or or like you know, you, you kind of get a hiccup stuck or something. Oh yeah. And you're in mid thought, and there's no one on the line. There's no one in the deal. There's no one in the prod room. There's nobody to save you. And you just gotta. You just got to gut it out. You, you just got to get there. They when t- has your production staff ever left you hanging? Mm. Well, I mean, just Tommy, you're a lot you're just a lot more talkative than your your uh your mentee back there. Also, uh the answer to your question is the last segment, Tommy. <laughs> Speaking of segments, where are any of my 3? I wish I was at Nora Jones. I wish I was there right now. I wish I was at the Kennel House Amphitheater parking lot enjoying some red wine and not sitting here. That's what I would like. Nora Jones. Maybe I'll just drive out there and just see what's going on, you know? Here's what I do think, though. Nora Jones, man. It's just it should be just a writer in every contract that she has outside. This is outside music right here. Mm-hmm. Summertime, mm-hmm. early fall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's two telling the Juanas, one of nine ESPN radio. I don't know why I we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at twenty nine oh four West Broadway in Missoula, Highway eighty three in Sealy. And they are celebrating thirty years in business. 
So go see them because they will give you 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna and Beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz's 30-year anniversary sale. If you miss anything in the first hour, you can listen on the podcast, the podcast available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And it is there thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. You want to call 329-1899 is the phone number. About 20 minutes from now, we'll do another Wing It Wednesday. 329-1899, the phone number there. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Coulter, you wanted to do a little game, which would include some discussion, some analysis of the NFL and quarterbacks. It's called Fan Hater Indifferent. Seems pretty straightforward. Tell us about it. I just want to kind of roll through the quarterbacks in the NFL and just talk about who we like, who we don't like, who we're indifferent about, who we like rooting for, all all those sort of things. I think there's some guys right now that are uh, hard to not like. It's pretty hard to not like Patrick Mahomes, I think. I mean, he, he's just so spectacular to watch. He plays the game with great passion. He's not over the top in his exuberance. He's, it seems like his exuberance is just right down right where you'd want it to be it's high but it's not nauseating or anything like that it's not uh yeah it's not uh, there's no real polarization to Patrick Mahomes he's he's just such a sweet player he is he's he's absolutely unbelievable uh and he's great all right so let's go through some of these i got <clears throat> i got the list here of all 32 starting quarterbacks listed from worst to best, according to one sports site. Really, I used it. I don't even know what site it was. It doesn't matter. I was just trying to find it where it was listed nicely, where it would make sense on paper. We don't have to go through absolutely every one of these, but if there's, we'll go through a number of them, though, and who you think is interesting, and you, we can talk if we are fans of, haters of, or indifferent toward these quarterbacks and why. All right, Eli Manning. Fan. Never liked him. I, I, I respect him. I respect his streak. I think he's, I think he is, unliked in many circles for two reasons right now because he's not very good and also because he is you know he doesn't he's not personable he doesn't have personality is what i should he's say he's just quirky he's quirky but he, he's not you know he's quirky but he's not endearing which that his brother's quirky peyton manning's very quirky but he also is very so very endearing and funny and right. Eli isn't funny at least outwardly or whatever but in terms of what he has been the franchise quarterback for the new york giants for 15 years and two super bowls and all of the consecutive starts which were only ended because mcadoo is a moron uh that is stuff that i respect and so therefore i am a fan now i'm not sitting here rooting for him but i'm a fan of eli manning i like eli manning i've always thought eli manning was overrated i think eli manning is going to go to the hall of fame for two reasons one he's got two super bowl rings and one of which beat one of the greatest teams of all time. Yes, and probably the greatest team. And two, because he's been a starting quarterback in the NFL for 15 years who's racked up. Um, he's thrown of for tens of thousands of yep. yards and yep. hundreds of touchdowns. So I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. I just don't necessarily know. I mean, it's so hard to say that a guy won two Super Bowls, especially the way that he balled in both those Super Bowls. It's impossible to say that, that guy's lucky. But it just seems to me that Eli Manning had better circumstances than almost any other guy that has two Super Bowl rings. And again, he deserves a ton of credit for playing well in those big games. And that's the the final kicker that'll get him into the Hall of Fame for sure. But I just have never thought Eli Manning was all that great. I thought he was a middle of the road quarterback. But he rises he he rose to the occasion 
on the biggest stage two two times. Yeah, I don't think Eli Manning was ever the best quarterback in the league. No, I don't like think Eli Manning was ever even the top five quarterbacks in yeah, the league. Yeah, there was a couple years where he was definitely a top five quarterback in the league. But that isn't in and of itself. You know, if a guy is a top five quarterback in the NFL for two years in a, you know, in a 12-year career or in any career, that's not Hall of Fame stuff. But the longevity of it, the consistency of it, I do admire. Okay. Josh Rosen. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, so we'll just skim kind of through this. I'm the a cho- fan. I think it's so interesting that you're a fan because he's such a pretentious Pretty boy. I just don't get it. That's usually not your style. Um, well, Why do you like him? I like him because... Because he had a hot tub in his dorm room? That is great. <laughs> I mean, that, come on now. It is great, but I also, mean, like, you, what sort on. of spoiled research... I mean, what, what kind of kid gets a hot tub? Well, his parents are what, running the world, man. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, professors at Penn. I mean, so, so here's the thing. Like... Look, man, there's there's haves and have nots in the world, okay? Certainly. And, and then there's us. <laughs> so because a guy is born to privilege, yeah. and he was born to tremendous privilege and opportunity, but th- you know, that's not his fault. And I think that it's admirable at a level to go and, you know, to, 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 to do the work that you need to do to become a professional quarterback, a top 10 pick in the NFL. I mean, you do have to have some sort of gumption to do that, despite what I know that you're going to tell me about UCLA quarterbacks and all that. I get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, he's a very smart guy. Maybe not surprising. Maybe he fell into smarts because he's been, you know, privately educated or whatever, but he's like a reflective, thoughtful guy, and that usually goes a long way with me. I think he throws one of the best balls just in a vacuum that you're going to see in the NFL, and he's got a lot of learning to do. Is he pretentious? Look, his attitude, like how he was so burned up about being the fourth quarterback taken, even though he was a top 10 pick, I thought was childish. Mm Mm-hmm. I, if you want to use it as motivation, good, go ahead. But you can't sit there and legitimately, like, just be seething. And so that that doesn't do it for me. But I, 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 first of all, I want to be. I try to be disposed to being a fan of all the people until they prove otherwise sure. to me. And that's where I'm still going to stay with Josh Rosen, Joe Flacco. I'm indifferent and I'm over it. I'm I'm with you. I was a big fan and now I'm indifferent. Yes. Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, the first-round draft pick for the Redskins. I'm indifferent. I, uh, I, I Wait and see. I, I I think he actually could be good, but I, have, I really don't sure. know. I, but I, I don't know. I just don't. The, the number one thing that's going to be so fascinating is to watch how slow he looks in the NFL because he was a— He looks above, slow in college. He was, yeah, right. He's a big dude, but he's yeah. not He's not fleet of foot. And I don't even know that I'm indifferent. I'm, I may be ignorant is sure. the way to say it. Sure, yeah. I mean, I only watched him a couple times last year. He was only a one-year starter, so we didn't really get to consume him that mm-hmm. much. Sam Darnold, uh, I, 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 I'm indifferent, leaning towards liking Sam Darnold. I think that he has a chance to really become very likable if he can have success with the Jets. I'm a hater, and it's really for no other reason than just like the hair. I just can't stand it. I just don't like it. And you know, he's okay. He could be. He's really jealous good. of his hair. No, wouldn't what? you love to have his hair? I, I love my hair. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Andy Dalton. Indifferent. I I think Andy Dalton's a great I think he's a good dude. I just I'm just so annoyed that Andy Dalton has had the longevity that he's had because I just think that he's never been good. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen? Indifferent you, leading towards hate. Really? See, I, I love Josh Allen. You do? I do. Really? I do. Really? I do. Why? Uh, because I think that he has like some 
the the there was this myth around him at Wyoming because he was just, he's such a rapid riser who then it was, it was almost like no one really knew who this kid was. And then as soon as a pro scout saw him, then every pro scout was like, well, this guy is a prodigy. This guy has the greatest arm in the world. What, where, where's this kid coming from? I, he's just, he's shown some toughness. I thought, I thought he's, I just, I, I like him as a leader and I think that he has a chance. Lamar Jackson. I do think he has a chance too. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of I am Lamar too. Jackson. Yeah, I am too. I I, I like Lamar I I, am, I I find Lamar Jackson so endearing because when you t- when you listen to him talk, he speaks with a very colloquial diction, right? He he speaks very much like he's from the South, and I think that that sometimes comes off as being ignorant, but he's not. He's when you listen to him, he's so thoughtful. He just he talks in such a a funny way, you know. He just talks in the way of where he's from, but he's such an endearing kid, and I just I find his. Story fascinating. I'm a fan of him because I can't take my eyes off him when he's playing football. For for better or worse. Just a ridiculous athlete. It's insane. Yep. I love him. Kyler Murray? Fan. Huge fan. I'm a huge fan too. Yep. Marcus Mariota? I was a fan, and now that I'm indifferent, it's kind of hatred. I've never liked him. Yeah. I've never liked him. Jameis Winston? Um, Probably a fan. See, that that's a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I am a huge fan of James. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but I'm 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 indifferent. I was a huge fan. I kind of backed off of that, and I'm coming back a little bit, maybe. But but I'm more to the like than to the dislike of of uh, of uh, James Winston. Matt Stafford, totally indifferent, utterly indifferent. I hate Matt Stafford. <laughs> he drives me crazy. I, I think that Matt Stafford, man. If Matt Stafford hadn't been stuck in Detroit his whole career, we would think of Matt Stafford like Jay Cutler with less swag. No, he's not nearly. No, Jay Cutler's so uh, abrasive and and bad. <laughs> like he's the worst of all of them. <laughs> yeah. It, how funny is it? Like if you were really to rank the best arms in the history of the NFL, the guys who can throw the ball the absolute best. Top 10 all time. Jay yes. Cutler. I think that I think that Brett Slinging. Brett Favre and Patrick Mahomes are the only two guys that you would rank in the top ten. I'd have I've had Elway I'd have and, and Elway that are that were actually good, mm. like Jamarcus Russell, and well. Je- and Jeff George, and Jay Cutler, and Matt Stafford. I mean, these guys have hoses. I mean, Matt Stafford's got the best arm in the league probably right no, now. No, no, no. Who's got the best arm in the league right now? Well, Patrick Mahomes got the best arm in the league. Okay. I mean, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is the best arm ever. <laughs> sorry. On. Sorry. I mean, I, I spaced out that he was in the league. Patrick Mahomes makes some throws that you're just like, are you kidding me? It's not possible. It's not possible. It's yeah. He's breaking the mold. Okay. okay. Uh, my favorite guy on the whole list, Kirk Cousins. Hate, 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 <laughs> hate, hate, hate. I have tried to like him. I've read so many articles about him. I just, he drives me crazy. The whole, like, ah, shucks, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to be humble. You know, like like he said, to this point in my career, I'm just a 500 quarterback. I haven't won anything. I got to prove it. Yeah, you do, Kurt. You got the biggest contract in the history of the NFL, biggest guaranteed contract ever, and you you took over a 13-3 and team and missed the playoffs. You know, Get out of here. Uh, indifferent. You liked him last year. Yeah, I still like him. He drives me crazy. But I'm indifferent to him. He drives me nuts. Okay, that's good. He's a Viking, and if that's if that's what happens to uh, the fans of that team when he plays, then I'm happy. And maybe now, who's I'm a your fan. least favorite Vikings quarterback ever? Hmm. Uh, is it stuck? Modern era: Randall Cunningham, Dante Culpepper, no. uh, <clears throat> Brad Johnson, Sage Rosenfeld, 
Probably Dante. I mean, I, I, you didn't like I Dante. Love, huh? I love Randall Cunningham. He's one of my love favorite Ra- players all time. Love Randall Cunningham. I thought Dante Culpepper. I thought Dante Culpepper was just completely hooked up because Randy Moss was there. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good situation I mean, to fall into yeah, with Randy Moss and Chris Carter. I mean, how okay? But just objectively, know your Packers guy. Mm-hmm. The nineteen ninety eight Minnesota Vikings, when they had Chris Carter and Joe Horn and Jake Reed and. Randy Moss and Robert Smith and Randall Cunningham, that top five offenses in the history of the NFL, right? I mean, they were ridiculous, dude. Just throw it up. Throw it up to Randy Moss. Let him run. It was a show. Unbelievable. Derek Carr. Mm, Fan. I'm sort of a fan of Derek Carr, too. I I think he's got good toughness, and I think he's got good skill. I don't know if he and John Gruden are the perfect marriage, but I like Derek Carr. Nick Foles. I I am a begrudging fan. I was pretty indifferent to Nick Foles, but you know, you learn about him. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm a good dude guy and he's a good dude and uh and obviously, I mean, he had one of the all-time performances. I mean, Tom Brady threw for 500 yards in a Super Bowl and lost because Nick Foles threw for 500 yards. In a Super Bowl, I mean, it, 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 it's it's incomprehensible what happened in the Philadelphia New England uh, Super Bowl. So I I uh, you know that how can you not any I mean he caught a touchdown for crying out loud. So I'm 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 a fan. The blossoming of Nick Foles <laughs> is one of the most fascinating things because Nick Foles was pinned as an incredibly talented but largely underachieving player in college. Then he had that same reputation in the NFL. They had that one great year with the Eagles, but then he was then they decided they were going to replace him. I'm talking the, the pre-Super Bowl. I think he threw like 29 touchdowns and had two picks. Mm-hmm. It was when Chip Kelly was there. Mm. And you know, they had Shady McCoy, and, and he had this one really statistically great season. But then they kind of went a different direction. But then his blossoming since then has just been tremendous. The, the, the turning the corner of being sort of this aloof, underachieving guy to then being the guy with the, the, the most fortitude in the league. I mean, he's straight up not scared of Tom Brady at all. Like you said, I mean, he's totally. straight slaying Tom Brady under the table. All right, we gotta go. All right, we gotta go. Mitch Trubisky, don't like him. The most hate of anybody on this list. Really? Wow. Yep. Cam Newton. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication, and one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter, and right now they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana. A state that, thank you very much could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Uh... I'm indifferent shading towards fan. I love Cam Newton. Do you? Love okay, him. okay. Love Cam Newton. Yeah. I love I love the the uh the volatility. Yeah. I love the press conference outfits. 
the hat. I love I love it all. Well, I love the everybody um, has a haberdash. I love the it. emotions. I love I love it all. I think that when he's on, he when he is at his best, they have a chance to be truly the best team in the NFL. That is how talented Cam Newton is. He's good. Jimmy Garoppolo, indifferent. Hate. Hate. Why? Unproven. Unproven. Overrated. Getting 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 by on his looks like Cliff Kingsbury. He <laughs> tears his ACL. Is he that handsome? He's I don't hanging really get out. It. He's hanging out with. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm I not don't get it. Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Good, but I. I yeah. but no, no, I'm not it. I'm Cliff not Kingsbury is more apparent as a good-looking guy than Jimmy Garoppolo. I never got the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. Mm, you you may want to do an image search. <laughs> Dak Prescott. Hate. Yep. Do hey. you? Hate. Jared Goff. I know you don't like Jared Goff. Hate. <laughs> Why do you hate God? Hey, you want to overrate it? Jared Goff is overrated. Period. See, I mean, you see some of those scene balls he threw last year? Can he throw a great ball? Yes. Oh, man. Can Josh Rosen throw a great ball? If Josh Rosen was a Los Angeles Ram, okay, it, that's all I'm saying. It's interesting. They're the same dude. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm not into it. Carson Wentz. Fan. Love Carson Wentz. Yep. I've talked to Carson Wentz before. He's he's exactly how you thought, think he is. Mm-hmm. He's exactly how you think he is. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger. Mm, fan. Hate. Yeah. Second most hate on this whole list besides Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I, I, the 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 backwards hat, cooler, too cool for school, but I don't ever want to work out because I'm a pro athlete, but I think it's funny to be fat and still be better than you. Hate it. Yeah, but he is better. Oh, I know. So, so I, I mean, again. I, I mean, know, but it's just like, bro, if you just tried, you have some of the greatest yeah. talent in the history of the league. Just, yeah. just take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm close to indifferent on on Ben. I, I like watching Ben play, though. I mean, I, I guess that's the point. All right, Baker Mayfield. I mean, right there for biggest fan on the list. Me right? too. Love me him. too. Love. I, I, Baker Mayfield drove me crazy when he's Oklahoma, mm. and I thought I projected I, even on the show. I said I think that the, his leadership style and his immaturity is going to rub people the wrong way in the NFL. I, I thought it was not going to work with grown men, mm-hmm. and he completely and utterly changed my mind. Everything he did last year, leading the Browns, mm-hmm. the, the pizzazz and swagger he plays with, the fact that he was just straight shoving it down Hugh Jackson's throat, I thought it was great. Love it. I, I loved it. I loved it at dude the, the planting of the flag at Ohio State of the OU flag. I, I, I'm into all of it. You know what I mean? I, from there right to the present, I think that he he he's a guy that that can be and will be villainous and and re- revel in it. And uh, and also dominate. I mean, he's outstanding, and so I'm I'm a huge Baker Mayfield guy. Okay, Deshaun Watson, love loved him, loved him ever since he was a freshman at Clemson. I yeah. love him. I think yeah. he I think he's awesome. I love his demeanor. I, I just I love the way he plays the game. Yeah. I love that he's a winner. Yeah. And when he's got a rolling too, he's up there, man. As oh, far as sure. just being entertaining. Oh, a hundred percent. Philip Rivers, begrudging fan. My opinion of Philip Rivers has changed more than if you would have asked me three years ago, I would yeah. have said Philip Rivers is my least favorite professional athlete in the history of my life. <laughs> Period. Any sport, straight up, hated him. And now he just the fact that he's just still straight doing it. Yep. I mean, the fist pump and yelling and all that—it's sort of tiresome. But the fact that he has never broken character—I mean, he's like the ultimate WWF promoter playing quarterback. Well, and here's the thing: it's like at some point you realize it—it's not. It's not an act. It's just like he's doing the same thing when he's winning video games. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is just like this when is he's, what he is. When and, he's driving the bus with his been, 19 with children his, in the back. <laughs> right. 
Matt Ryan. Hate. I know you do. Hate him. I'm indifferent on Matt Ryan. You think Matt Ryan's way worse than he actually is, though, and it's so funny. No, I don't think he's worse than he is. I know exactly what he is, and he's good. He's just way worse than everyone thinks he is, and that makes me mad. <laughs> he's he's in the list for most overrated. He's got more MVPs, him or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to flip the whole board over on him. Russell Wilson. Fan. Huge fan. If I never had to listen to Russell Wilson talk, I'd like him a lot better. Well, And I think the exact uh, same thing about Andrew Luck. Just let me watch you play. Andrew Luck is such a nerd that it's honestly funny though, because he's just he can't even help I, himself. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I understand like the 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 der kind of tone that he has, but he's a he's he's a legit genius. Well, right. And he's also slight. I mean, I, I'm I'm a huge Andrew Luck fan. I I I. I do not like the Colts. I don't root for the Colts. I, I'm not. I don't hate the Colts in the way that I do. You know, like the Cowboys and all. But I don't like the Colts. They don't do anything for me. I think their fans are are are, are wearisome. But Andrew Luck, all day long, loving Drew Brees. I mean, just if you're if if anyone on earth says anything other than fan of Drew Brees, you don't get to speak anymore about sports. Totally, man. The I thought the greatest moment of the NFL season last year was when Drew Brees oh. threw his touchdown pass and then he gave the interview. The boys, it's too good, man. It's it gives me good. chills right now. Yep, it's great, it's amazing. Tom Brady is in the same vein for me as Philip Rivers. Rivers. Absolutely. Uh, he, except for Philip Rivers is like so much more authentic because Tom Brady is just inhuman. He's so weird. He's such a robot. Here's what I've I've said this before. My my Tom Brady respect and fandom is you know you want to watch greatness and he's great, but also he he was born and came in it, it, it lived his life not just obviously which is but even before with great privilege. He's he's yes. he's went to Michigan and his life has been a very very good life. And it is easy, so very easy to become complacent. And he is chasing championships, of which he's already won all of them, like he's never had anything a day in his life, and that that is rare. That's why that's why I love and, him. That's and, why and I've, I, I you know I don't I don't know. That's why I've grown to love him because because he truly has he has more drive than any player in the league, even though he's tasted success on a way higher level than anybody maybe in the history ever. Of the oh, ever? Not maybe. Yeah. Not close. Right. And imagine if the next guy, Aaron Rodgers, had that drive. Imagine if he had that coach. God, no doubt. Fan. Biggest fan. I... You got to get over this. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, Aaron Rodgers drives me insane. <laughs> but you want to know what? If I, if you were like, wh- who, what player in the NFL are you going to spend money? You, we got $200 tickets. Yeah. We're sitting in the 11th row. I'm buying those $200 tickets to watch Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Every single player in the NFL, including Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's why Aaron Rodgers drives me crazy because it's like, dude, stop crying, just stop, just win. You're good. Aaron Rodgers, more than any other player in the league, is good enough that he should never be disgruntled with everybody else around him. He should just straight win. Yeah. The the level of dysfunction there in Green Bay is is way more than I think any of us ever knew. Yeah. I think that just having even if what's the new coach's name? Matt Lafleur. If Matt Lafleur is just a completely mediocre average coach, I still think they have a chance to make a huge jump. Because you don't have, I mean, you're not having this gigantic public divorce that's just a complete train wreck yeah. happening happening in front of you. Yeah. When you have a guy like Rodgers that just has the talent and the bravado, like you just can't have a fracturing internally like they had. We talked yeah. about Mahomes. We love Mahomes. The only other him. guy that's not on this list 
that I think that is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league just because I just think he's just so funny, and I think it's so awesome that he has been able to have the success he's been able to have despite having almost no physical gifts is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick? Love him. <laughs> love his beard. Love his stash. Oh, I love the fact that he's come in for like multiple number one picks and been as good, if not better than him. How about that game in Tampa Bay last year where he comes in for Jameis and he throws for like 400 yards? When he goes Harvard, Harvard grad 48 Wonderlick and shows up to the presser, gold chain, <laughs> full chest hair shooting out of the low button, Dude, how about, sunglasses on. How about the, the time he wore Deshaun Jackson's? whole outfit. Yeah. And Jason Jackson standing over in the corner like, bro, can I got my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I how can you not like Fitzpatrick? I love Fitzpatrick. Yeah, okay. Um that was actually pretty consensus. We kind of agreed on a lot. We well we did. We did. Good taste. We didn't really we didn't really restrict what we meant by by fan or by love. Sure. If it was if it was football related or if it was just life and broad sure. I kinda jumped back and forth. But good list. Hey Let's give away some wings. Stu Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Give us a call, 329-1899-329-1899. Wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern, the number one wings in the city of Missoula. Got some trivia questions for you, which Coulter will ask. You will answer. I will help you. We'll do it right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. You want to do a Wing It Wednesday? Give us a call. 329-1899. We'll give you some wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. It is Kurtz's 30th birthday, 30 years they've been in business, and they are celebrating this month by offering you 30% off, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna or Beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris. For their 30 year anniversary sale. Let's go to the phones and do a wing it Wednesday. We go to Ross on the Reggage Brothers RV phone line. Hi, Ross. How are you? Ross, do we have you there? What's up, Ryan? Hello, Ross. How are you? 
I'm tired, man, but I just got in the car right to win it Wednesday, so okay. here I am. So here you are. Well, way to fight through a little bit of pain, my friend. I mean, way to get in there and uh, and deal with the fact that maybe you're not feeling your best or whatever and getting ready to go with some wigs, okay? This is good. So here's the deal. Golter's got the questions. Uh, they're tennis-related. How do you feel about this now? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. <laughs> Every day that I come in to do this show, actually, Ross. That's, that's like, people ask me, how you feeling? And that's the exact answer I give them, what you just said. Um, all right, Ross, here we go. Uh, we got uh, three questions for you. You get two of them right. You got a basket of wings to the Desperado. You get all three. You're going to get a shirt. If you need help, I'm your lifeline. Boy, some chicken wings would really hit the spot. Tell me likey. Tell me want wingy. All right, Ross, here we go. Question number one, Coulter, let her rip. All right, Ross, number one. Roger Federer has won 20 majors, Grand Slam titles, that is. Rafael Nadal has won 18. Novak Djokovic has won 16. All three of those guys, obviously, the modern era dominant players, and those are the three highest totals of Grand Slam titles ever in the history of men's tennis. But outside of that big three, outside the modern big three, which American all-time great has the most Grand Slam wins in men's tennis with 14. Who was the all-time leader in Grand Slam titles before the rise of those three men? Oh, man. And the, the key hit there is an, he's an American. Uh, let's go Pete Sampras. Pete Sampras, 14 oh, yeah, Grand Slam go. titles. There you go. Uh, Amazing that Pete Sampras, Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi, both great guesses. I think Sampras has 14. I think Agassi had 10. So both did he have that many? Yeah, both had, bo- you know, lost. both had, both had, you know, all-time great careers mm-hmm. for sure. It's nuts that there's been no great American since Pete Sampras. Yeah, like not even anybody that sniffed it. Andy Roddick was okay for like a half a second, but did he even ever even win a Grand Slam? I think he won a U.S. Open, maybe actually. one. Yeah, one. right. But it's one. amazing that there's no Americans that have been able to compete with these right. other guys. It's right. it's wild. Okay, Ross, one for one. So I got your lifeline. So one more to get wings, two more to get a shirt. Who is the last woman? to complete the Grand Slam in a single season. So winning the U.S. Open, the Australian Open, the Wimbledon, the French, and the French Open. Mm-hmm. Who was the last Ryan woman to win all man. four? 1988 was the last time it happened. Who was that woman? 19, 19, 1988? Yep. And it's, uh, it's American? We're going American? Or, or anybody? Ooh, I actually, she, no, she's not an American. She, she was married to an American once upon a time, though. Oh, uh, once upon a time, not not married to an American anymore, though, huh? They, actually, they actually still might be married. Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf. Oh, very good. Steffi Graf. Yeah, saw saw them as like the number one when all the uh, you know uh, Megan Rapinoe, Sue Bird, like the number one like power couple of winning in sports. I read through like went to. Uh, Steffi and Andre. Yeah, so, yeah. that's, that's a good I one. I you didn't ask because I probably would have said Martina Navratilova. But, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, didn't, you know, it was that, that marriage thing uh, pointed in the right direction. There I was thinking Martina myself, so well go. done. Okay, wings for Ross. Excellent work. Steffi Graf in her career went 910. Hmm. That's decent. <laughs> That's pretty decent. That's decent, Ross. 90%, yes, 90% of her <laughs> matches over a 20-plus year career. Unbelievable. Oh, All right, yeah. Ross, you got wings. Now, this one's for the shirt. Who's the last man to complete the Grand Slam title, winning all four major tennis tournaments? It happened in 1969. He is an Australian. 1969 Australian? Uh, Bjorn Borg? 
It's not Bjorn. It's not Bjorn Borg. Way too early. Uh, well, I I got a lot of shirts, so let's just uh, who is it? Uh, we'll just give it to you. Then you got yourself a shirt already, so that's good. Uh, it is Rod Laver. Rod Laver. It actually is the winner of the last two Grand Slams. He did it in 1962 and 1969. And isn't the uh, isn't the court like the center court of the Australian Open like Rod Laver? Yes, court or it is. stadium Indeed. or whatever. Indeed. Um, yeah. Um, I always thought Rod Laver was a good soap too, but then. <laughs> Got him turned out or mm-hmm. lever 2000. I don't know. It was a little stretch there. Hey, Ross, great work. You got yourself wings to the Desperado, and that's what you came to do. Now you can go on with your life reinvigorated after a tiresome day of work because you've won something. Okay? Excellent work. Give your information to Tommy. We'll get you set up. All right, man? Thanks, guys. Thank well you. done. Keep up. There you go. Ross, getting it done. Very well done. Rod Laver. Look at Steffi Graf's Wikipedia. This is a, this is just ridiculous. Mm. She not only has she won count them up 10 11 12 13 40 50 60 70 80, 21 major titles individually in singles. Yes. But she won the Australian Open 4 times, the French Open 6 times, Wimbledon 7 times, the US Open 5 times. So it's not like Nadal where she's stacking them up at the French mm. or like Federer who's stacking them up at Wimbledon. I mean Federer's been great at all of them. He's got the career grand slam, but Steffi Graf has almost equal numbers at all four of the majors. That's in itself is crazy. But then we have to talk about 1988 as one of the gr- most spectacular individual sports seasons of all time because not only did she win the Grand Slam individually, singles titles at the Australian, French, Wimbledon, and U.S. Open, she also won the doubles title uh, at two of those four tournaments, and she was also a gold medalist in the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, Korea. That's uh, a lot of winning. It's a lot of winning. You know what I like about about tennis, and I like this about golf too. And I don't, I can't think of another sport where you get this. Is that the 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 actual game is played on a, you know on a uh, in in a surface or on a place that dramatically changes what the sport or how how you play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I get it, you can have a short porch in left field. You can have a you know long center field, whatever. But you know, it's still still ninety feet to the base. You know, all uh, pitching mound still the same height, same distance. And so, even though it changes in baseball, which by the way I do like about baseball, the dimensions of the park are different, and that that adds an element to the sport. Uh, but it's it's a nuanced difference. The difference between a British Open and a Masters and a U.S. Open in golf. Or the difference between playing on grass and clay and 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 hard what do they call it hard, hard court mm-hmm. I mean it just it's drastic mm-hmm. it's absolutely it's completely alters the technique and the way in which you go about trying to do it and the, and it's no you know it's not for nothing that 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 not the, the doll just wins the French Open every totally year, you know and and so like you said for a player to be so good that it just doesn't matter where and when we're gonna do this Tiger Woods you know the same thing uh, Jack Nicholas the same thing you know we're gonna we're gonna win them we're not just gonna you know Tom Watson one of the great great golfers of all time and a, a Hall of Famer but also he kind of you know. British Open, great putt, great chip, doing all that kind of stuff, and not so much when it came to the other tournaments, long rough of the U.S. Open or something like that. I think that's cool. Who is the all-time leader in women's major Grand Slam victories? It's not Steffi Graf. It's not Serena Williams. 
Mm. Oh, is this this is going way back? This 1960 to 1977. Yeah, I uh, I I won't know her name. Margaret oh. Court is her mm. name. Apt, apt. Twenty four singles titles. She also won nineteen women's doubles grand slams. She also won twenty one mixed doubles titles. She won sixty four grand slam championships. Amazing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's, uh, you need to get a bigger mantle. Um, quick break. Come back. We'll talk to you about the Osprey and fill you in with everything you need to know to get tickets to the B-52s and the Grizz Oregon Duck football game in Eugene. All that next. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed. Guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well. Fiber, got to have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You got to get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana, through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, More than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. It's the perfect time of year. You want to go to some games, concerts? Somewhere we've come to the right place. It's Two Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, YouTube, Two Tell Nuanas Channel. You can check it out there. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. July is Kurtz Polaris' 30th birthday. 30 years they've been in business, and they are celebrating this month by offering up to 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, host run and beta dirt bike, or any crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz 30-year anniversary sale. If you missed anything in the show, the podcast is where you go. The podcast is available on the TuneIn Radio app, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. It is available. Thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Rate it, review it, like it, star it, if you would. We appreciate it. If you're listening to it right now, well, thank you. Uh, Coulter, the Missoula Osprey lost last night 6-4. to four. What's funny? Why are you grinning over here? Oh, just several different reasons. Okay. I remember when Bare Naked Ladies first came out, and yeah. I was like 12 years old, and I remember, remember VH1 was like a big thing. Uh, yes, I do. And I remember they used to do their top 10 countdown, and this this song was a hit. And maybe it was this song or the other one. One Week, that, that was their other big sure. song. Oh, they had a, they've had quite a number of big songs. Oh, right, songs. totally. But I remember when the, this was like their big album, like their absolutely crossover, huge, you know, multi-platinum album. But I remember the when they, the video first came out, the the video DJ was teasing we're going to show bare naked ladies on the TV. Mm, mm. I'm like 12 or 13. I'm like, I'm in. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm watching this all afternoon. I got to see this. 
video, and then these guys and come on, and I was like, five Canadian oh. guys. <laughs> uh, the uh, bare naked ladies uh, played a concert in a Tim Hortons wearing hockey jerseys to try and create the most Canadian moment of all time. They were successful. I love it. Enterprise. Love it. Uh, the Osprey had a big game last night, and it went to extra innings. A great game if you were in the park uh, last night. Uh, but the Chuckers got two bombs and three runs in the top of the 10th inning. And uh, though Missoula did score again in the bottom of the, the, the half of the inning, they could not uh, surmount that lead and ended up losing 6-4 to four and are now one game back of the Chuckers with two to play. Final game of this uh, uh, series is tonight. It's the rubber match. If uh, the Chuckers win, they are the first-half champions in the Pioneer League North. Uh, and uh, and we'll have a berth in the postseason locked up. If the Osprey win, they will be even with Idaho Falls with one to play, which will be against Billings. So weird that the first half of the of the season doesn't end at the end of a series. It's right, they split it after the first game right. of the next series. Right. Uh, if if so, there's a must win in terms of the playoff berth and what's at stake tonight for the Osprey. This is a big big game. Um. I, I am unclear as to what would happen if Missoula was to win tonight and then uh, on on uh, Thursday night, both teams had the same result, whether it was a win or a loss, thus finishing tonight. Right. I think it would go to a tiebreaker. Tie I don't know is. what the tiebreaker is either. Um, so, uh, but the point is, is that this is this is a must win for, for Missoula, and then they have an opportunity uh, then to to clinch uh, tomorrow night if they were if they were able to get a win tonight. They have won six of the last eight against Idaho Falls, but obviously, again, it wasn't last night. So uh, they put themselves in uh, a must-win situation. We'll see if they're able to come through. Yeah, they, they let one get away last night because they rallied to send it to extras, and then they just couldn't harness that momentum. And they gave up two solo home runs in the top of the 10th, and they're down three all of a sudden. And they are able to get a guy on, and, and then two, and then they weren't able to – to finish the rally. They scored one run, but they couldn't cut into that three-run deficit. And uh, that's a killer because they had all the momentum in the scope of the series and the scope of their matchups with the Mustangs, or excuse me, with the Chuckers, because they uh, the Chuckers only beat Missoula one other time this year. Although these have been the two best teams in the North, Missoula's had Idaho Falls number. Yes. We'll see. I mean, it's it's been sort of an ebbs and flows because Idaho Falls was so great out the gates, hit the skids, which was sparked by, I think, five straight losses to the O's because they played them home and away. The Chuckers won the first game of July, and then Missoula won five in a row against mm-hmm. the Chuckers, mm-hmm. and that sort of sent them into a little bit of a tailspin, but then they've been playing better in the last week or so. Uh, but it's a huge game at the park tonight, and I think you know it's always the games down at Ogren Field are, are great. They're fun, uh, great way to spend a summer evening, but it's always even a little bit better when – the teams have something to play for, and I think you see that too with the way that you, like you were saying yesterday, the way that the managers manage the game. You, you manage it to win it when this is what's on the line, right. and it just it becomes even more of a pure form of baseball, less developmental. And uh, you know, like I said yesterday, clinching the first half title is the best situation you could be in when you're talking about short season rookie league, minor league baseball. Because if you can clinch the first half title and you know you're in the postseason, now you can spend the second half of the season. Continue to try to win, but also continue to try to get better and continue to develop your guys. And you don't have to worry about if you're going to play extra after the season right. is over because you already have your spot clinched. And I think that yeah, that's the situation that faces the Osprey and the Checkers tonight. And it could be uh, could be good for Missoula if they could get this win. 
we'll see. And we'll 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 do some research to figure out what the tiebreaker is in case you know Missoula was to win tonight and tie it going into tomorrow. We'll, we'll figure out what that tiebreaker is if if the two teams have the same result. Yep. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, want to remind everybody, come down to Fuddruckers and see us in person. Come hang out for a while. We'll be down there from 4 to 6 doing the show there. We will be pulling a name to win a pair of tickets to the Grizzly Oregon Duck football game, which is September 14th. This is our next stop on the summer tours at Fuddruckers on North Reserve. So come say hi. Have, have a uh, Woodmer Hefeweizen and, uh, and put your name in the uh, box. You got today and uh, tomorrow to go put your name in the Fuddruckers box uh, to, uh, to get in there and be uh, uh, have an opportunity to win those great tickets and, and uh, to get to the game. And then also want to remind everybody next week, next week, we will be uh, playing Name That Tune for a pair of tickets to go see the B-52s uh, out at uh, the Kettle House Amphitheater. So, uh, you know, just want to prep you to make sure that you're aware of that thing. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to being at Fuddruckers uh, tomorrow. And then uh, next Wednesday, a week from today, at the Desperado Culture. We're going to do a Wing It Wednesday in the King of Wings home right there. To Gotta Desperado. love it. So come with us to Fuddruckers tomorrow. Come with us to uh, the, the uh, Desperado the week after that. You follow two telling Nuanas around, you eat pretty well. That's the way that goes. That's right. And uh, we'll be giving you some beers tomorrow, too. Yep. got the Widmer Brothers nice. Hefeweizen on tap. So we'll be opening up a little tab. First okay, couple so people through the door, get some beers. Free we'll buy, beers? you buy about $100 worth of Widmer Brothers, okay. Brothers Hefeweizen. If you come on down and see us, it'll be fun. It, uh, it always is. But this will be a kind of a, a different sort of venue for us. We haven't broadcast from a place like this, yeah. and it'll be great. I, I don't know. I might have to have a hamburger on the show. You know, you might. You might have to. Boys and girls, enjoy the Osprey game, SWX, and ESPN Radio. We'll see you from Fuddruckers tomorrow. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.